Welcome to episode 14. Discussion of Auditory. I am your host, Jason Sohail, and join with me is my good buddy, Scott. Kawabunga dudes. <laughs> uh, hey, wrong podcast, wrong. buddy. Oh, that's right. Sorry, this is Kingdom Hearts. This is Kingdom Hearts, all right? No, like, uh, uh, you don't confuse me. I, <laughs> I record two podcasts a week, and now I'm like, and just funny enough, our Turtles podcast, it was me actually telling about this podcast oh so now <laughs> i don't know what crossover. i'm talking about you know <laughs> i mean anna was like telling telling us how she feels about uh kingdom hearts and, and then now you're telling us how you feel about ninja turtles cowbunga dude <laughs> oh gosh all right so this week we are going to be going through the first eight floors of riku's story of like you know of kingdom hearts Rechain of Memories, Reverse, Rebirth. So, yeah, so as I have understood the story so far, about 25% of the story has happened up to floor four, and then the other 75% will happen in the next three. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so, things I want to talk about, because first, uh, Scott has just returned from Disney World. I went to the Magic Kingdom. He went to the Magic Kingdom, and he he did find some Kingdom Hearts uh, merch. Not a lot, but not too not too much. A couple of smartphone cases and a and a one of those Disney pins, and that's really about it. Right. Uh, I wasn't really looking for it either. It just kind of caught my eye because they had a display case of iPhone cases up, and I saw a couple of uh, Kingdom Hearts cases. Yeah, when I because uh, a few months ago I went to Disneyland, and that's where I found the. Kingdom Hearts 3 Mickey pin, and I wasn't really looking for it, but I was like, oh, hey, it's Mickey Mouse. There you go. It's Kingdom Hearts 3 Mickey Mouse, which, I mean, I love Kingdom Hearts uh, uh, Mickey Mouse. Uh, I also like Chain of Memories Mickey Mouse, which we will get into the one I like next podcast. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, like, it, like those kind of things like do caught my eye. Uh, so here's the deal. Scott and I, we cannot be at Disney World at the same time, or else the world will implode. It's just not meant to be. It's just not meant to be, because in a couple of weeks, I will be at Disney World. Just uh, kind of funny how it works that way. I have a list of things for you to buy for me that I missed out on. I, I will get them. <laughs> I will get them for you. Uh, but while you were gone, you know, I told you I 100%ed Kingdom Hearts 1. That's right, you did, yeah. Yeah, and so I decided... I was gonna look at like achievements, trophies, whatever those things are called in PlayStation. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was, because I saw that I had like 85. percent I was like, what's what's the what's the last ones I don't have oh, on Chain of Memory? Uh, not on Chain of Memories, on Kingdom Hearts One. Oh, on okay. Yeah, because like I had to like I had some time to kill, and why play other video games when I can play Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of those achievements is complete the game without ever changing your Keyblade. That's the one I'm working on right now. Oh boy. That's the one I am working on right now. It's, uh, don't, like, so I'm working on, the last two I need to work on is, uh, don't change out my Keyblade or my equipment and beat, and beat the game under 15 hours. Did you do the one that was beat it without continuing yeah that that was done long time ago <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, but uh um, you, you did that on proud mode i'm sure oh of course of course <laughs> of course uh but yeah so 
so for when I was like, okay, I need to beat it fast, and I don't, I can't, I can't like change out my gear, and I was like, okay, you know what? I'll do this in beginner mode. I think this is the first time ever, ever, I've like selected beginner mode. Oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> and oh my god, this is like insanely. I have. It's a cakewalk, isn't it? It is such a cakewalk. It, I just, like, so I just beat Hollow Bastion. Uh, so, like, this weekend I should be able to uh, finish the game. I just beat Hollow Bastion. The only time I needed to use Cure was against Dragon Maleficent. <laughs> I have, like, I, I got to a point, I, I've been skipping saves. Because I'm like, oh, who cares? I'm like, oh, look, I was like, I don't need to save. Like, because at first I was, like, all nervous. Like, oh, right before a boss. Oh, let me save. Let me, like, you know, so I don't, uh like... So I can like you know, so I don't lose time uh, using the continue, right? Because uh, I was ex- I was expecting this. You, I was expecting like continues to happen all the time. I mean, and if you remember, I was like telling you I was having some uh, difficulties with the uh, gummy chip. Yeah, and I was I was like yeah, I had to, like upgrade. Yeah, no, no, I don't need a uh, no, no, like like you know, in proud mode, I get hit twice, gummy ship explodes. In beginner <laughs> mode. I you don't can, have to fire. You can, I can yeah, just like can just, just take a put the controller. Yeah, I can put the cr- controller down, grab a drink of water, and I make it to the other world. Yeah, it's it's simpler when when you're not playing on the hardest difficulty <laughs> every time. Yeah. Oh gosh, I did not know. I did not know there was this easy mode. Like, I mean, I knew that there was an easy mode. I didn't know this was like <laughs> this was like, hey, you want to. You want to play the story? Here's the story for you. Both. Push A to win, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I was like, I was very shocked. Uh, now, uh, two things I do want to note that uh, this never like I didn't I never realized. Uh, remember, remember when we were talking about Neverland World, and I was I was saying about like, oh, did you notice Sora didn't have a shadow? Yeah, he doesn't have a shadow. He doesn't have a shadow. I thought that was just like a. I thought that was just a programming thing. No, that was a purposeful thing. Gotcha. That was a purposeful thing. He does not have a shadow. Yeah, uh, other characters have a shadow, and then when you beat Shadow Sora, he gets a shadow back. Yeah, because after we had that conversation, I, a little bit later, I went back and checked, and I was like, "Oh wait, he really doesn't have a shadow." Because I thought you were just pulling my leg. I, uh, you know, I thought. I mean, I just noticed he didn't have a shadow. I just thought, I just thought they just didn't program a shadow. And then after I said that, then I was, I was like, "No, she has a shadow in this world. He has a shadow in this world." I was like, and then so this time I paid attention. Also, I did not realize this. Uh, because I'm skipping like some worlds when um because I'm trying to speedrun this. Uh, there's a chance for you don't go into Neverland and like it's like the ship like it's like sometimes it, like sometimes you'll just go and you skip Neverland. Oh, like if like, I have the, no idea on that, man. Yeah, this like I've never had this happen before to me, it, like ever. And then like uh just uh, my playthrough was I I went in from. I went from uh, the uh, what's it called uh, Halloween Town to Atlantica because I'm not gonna play Atlantica if I don't have to. Um, and of course not, right? Right, exactly. Uh, and uh, yeah, like he, it just the gummy ship just skipped Neverland altogether. I had to do it three times, and then finally the ship interacted. Like at first, I thought that's, it was a bug in the game. That's strange. Right, yeah, exactly. It was like really strange. I, I, it was something I didn't realize. Also, uh, I currently don't have the 
the spell Thunder because I haven't gone to Olympus World or Atlantica. Oh, well, sounds like you won't need it, though. No, I don't think I'll need it. But, you know, uh, that, that's all I just wanted to add to that. Let's, let's talk about Kingdom Hearts, Rechanted Memories, Reverse Rebirth. Or, like, you know, I guess, like, Reverse slash reverse i don't know whatever reverse there's, yeah, there's, yeah I, don't, I don't know if you're supposed to pronounce it it's like some games you pronounce it some maybe reverse over rebirth like you know there's there's real um, there's weird kingdom hearts it's Heart it's, it's kingdom hearts so it's probably got some very weird way of saying it just right. like a lot of these organization 13 member names oh yeah yeah exactly but yeah so yeah let's uh let's get cracking on this uh, i know I, I mentioned to you before we played i, I told you that riku's story is very like straightforward oh dude it is super fast i'm i you know when the last time i played i ended at just finishing four floor four going into floor three yeah and i think i have like six hours on my save file for it yeah oh wow whereas by the time i think i got to the same point in sora's story i had like 18 or so hours in it right so yeah you weren't kidding it's a it's a whole lot faster only because the worlds don't outside of hollow bastion at the beginning the worlds don't do nothing except just facilitate you to the boss battles between the worlds yeah so exactly honestly this game probably could have also been turned into just hd cinematics like some of the other ones have been honestly yeah i mean i I would say i would say like like riku's story they could have just put it as a he cinematic yeah Uh, or you know put a theater mode in like they did with the first kingdom hearts game and just kind of watch all the stuff in between because every floor except for floor 12 when you're in hollow bastion and it kind of starts off the story because yeah well i mean starting there you know riku wakes up at uh i think he's already in hollow bastion or he's he's in the place of darkness at the very beginning. Right. So at the beginning, he's he's in, um, like he's in this limbo between darkness and light, which is and somehow this led him into Castle Oblivion. Yeah, like Castle Oblivion just kind of caught him for some reason. Right. There, there's there's no real reason explained to me yet as to why. Um, actually, no, there is, and we'll get there, but. Okay. You know, he wakes up, and uh, Richard Epcar immediately starts talking to Sora. Okay, know. I want to bring this up. <laughs> I want to bring this up because I feel super bad now. I feel awful. I met uh, at Momocon. I met Richard Epcar. I've met him several times. I've had I, dinner with him. Oh, nice, nice. I, I, I'm not that close with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was that close with him, but I had him. Sign my Kingdom Hearts One DVD, uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts One game case. Like when you really meant for Chain of Memories. When I really meant for every any other game. Yeah, because he didn't do the voice for Ansem in the first. No, one. in the first game, Ansem is done by Billy Zane. I did not realize <laughs> that. I'm sure I, he thought. Uh, I'm sure he didn't think too much of it. I'm sure he signed so many of those, and like, um, because I'm sure I'm not the only person. I mean. Heaven forbid! I I see people give uh, David Hayter uh, the the uh, Metal Gear Solid Five design, right? And uh, like you know, he, he's notoriously not like you know, he's like he voices thing on like why like why am I not in this game? But so uh, Richard Epcar starts talking to Riku, and it's just a it's just a disembodied voice at this point trying to get him to. He's like. Why don't you just go ahead and stay asleep between the light and darkness, you know? Why don't you just float away, you know, just 
And immediately that just kind of throws up a red flag of this voice is trying to do something all right. Because it's a voice switch. I'm not aware that this is Ansem. Right. So I don't know that because of the voice change. If the voice had stayed the same, I probably would have picked up on it. But it added an air of mystery for a few floors of, all right, who is this that's trying to uh, get Riku to basically uh, stay asleep? Um, You know, it tries to edge him to sleep eternally. Uh, but he, he tells him basically that if he follows the cards to the truth, it will only bring pain for some reason. Right. So, and then Riku finds himself in the basement of Castle Oblivion. Right. Yeah. So the way that Riku starts, Riku starts at basement level 12 and he is going up towards like, you know, basically the, the first floor. Right. He's the complete... Like, I wouldn't say the complete opposite of, of Sora, because, nah, because it's not Sora like he's going down. Yeah, Sora wasn't working down, so they're just, they're both working they're up. They're both working up, it's just that, Rik, like, Riku's going to, like, the normal level, while Sora, like, is, like, you know... He's going it, to the throne room. Yes, exactly, yeah. So, um, you know, the first world it throws you into, or the card that, that is given to you is the card uh, for Hollow Bastion. Right, it's Hollow Bastion. And um, this is the only one that actually has kind of little short little cutscenes inside of it. Right. So, and, and it's kind of Riku remembering when he was staying in Hollow Bastion. Right. And, and I will say, this is the only one where, like, we actually get to see, like, a new room area that they made yeah, for this yeah, game. Riku's bedroom. Yeah, Riku's bedroom, which is basically just... Other assets from yeah. Kingdom Hearts yeah. One, and they just threw it just, in there. Just all thrown in there. Just all thrown. Just this all thrown in there. What's like. what's what's funny is the voice is talking to you while you're in your bedroom. Yeah, and the voice is saying like, "You cast away everything to come here to Hollow Bastion to be with Maleficent and steep yourself in the darkness, but at least you had a nice room." <laughs> right. I, that line made me chuckle. <laughs> um. So Riku then asks the voice to see the people from his memories, and the uh, you know Ansem replies that because you sided with darkness, you cast everybody aside. Um, because you have an empty heart, you can't see anybody. You everybody, only see the darkness. That's that's exactly. Uh, and you are basic- hollow except for the residual darkness that dwells within you. This is basically the game saying, "Hey, we're not going to go out of our way, and we're going to." bring in all the enemies that were in Sora's uh, world uh, and Sora's like thing and put in Riku's and put in Riku's because he can only see the darkness and you're, he's not going to see Aladdin. He's not going to see anyone else because well, he, he, I mean, that, he doesn't that's have, too much work. He uh, he doesn't have memories of more or less any of them that we're aware of. Maybe right. maybe Pinocchio, Geppetto and, and so forth yeah. and Hook and all that, but everybody else not really so much. Right, so... So then he encounters Maleficent. Right. And she says the same thing. You can only see those that exist in darkness. And uh, Riku's, you know, he's on his path to redemption, so he's rejecting the darkness. And we fight Maleficent and beat her again for, the third, again. for the third time. Right. This is time number three. Right. Two times this war, once with Riku. Right. So um, we get through floor 12, and uh, Ansem shows up. Right. And he's basically like, why are you shunning the darkness? The darkness is beautiful. The darkness is great. You should be a part of the darkness. You know, he's antagonizing Riku for being weak. You can't handle the darkness. You're a coward. Kinds of stuff. And then a friend shows up. 
That's right. A friend shows up, and I'll tell you this, back in, what, 2004, I think, when this game came, I was so happy. <laughs> like, I mean, we don't even fully see him. It's like he's, like, projecting an astral image of himself right. to Riku, because from where King Mickey currently is, wherever he is, he can't send his full power into Castle Oblivion for some reason. It's either being blocked or... Something is blocking him. Yeah. Something is blocking him from going in, um, going into it. Uh, and, alright, I need to bring this up now, too, because because uh, when Mickey talks, I, can't, I, I, I don't know if he talks here or he talks later. He does. Okay, he, talk, he does. Okay. Yeah, he, I think most of the time when his voice, you know, when he has text, it's I think it's voiced. Okay, yeah. Okay, so when Mickey talks, I hear the, and I was like, wait, that's Wayne Allwine. And I know for the past few podcasts i've been saying that this game came out after uh 358 over two uh and and i was like wait no that would be physically impossible now or chronologically impossible well yeah like yeah chronologically impossible because unfortunately he wasn't alive um for 358 over two uh like they actually dedicated the game to him oh oh and so I was like, uh, so I had to go and look this up, and I I was mistaken because this came out uh, in America in two thousand eight. It really came out that late. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I did. I that. I did not realize that the PS two version had come out so. That's really late in the cycle. That's really because okay, Wait, isn't no, that I, two I, years after the PS3 came out? Yes, this is like this is where I'm gonna tell you how why I thought this one came after because uh, 2009 is when 358 over two came out, and oh, uh, now this is why I thought that this game came after it because I did buy this game in 2008. I 100% I know that, but as Scott mentioned, the PS3 was out. Uh, this is like the the p like the PS2 was already at its. It was done. It was, it was it, done. Yeah, the, the, I'm it surprised. Was pretty much, I'm surprised Square put a game out that late in the life cycle of a system. To be honest, right. So when I got the PS3, I did not have like the one that was backwards compatible. I already had my PS3 hooked up, and I did not want to play with wires. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, uh, like after after being uh, spoiled by Xbox, Wii, and PlayStation Three, I was like, I can't, I can't go back to controllers with wires again. Uh, so, oh, so that's what that's why I didn't play it until afterwards. And also, also, do you know what game also came out in two thousand eight? No, what game came out? Rock Band Two. Oh yeah, that's right. It did come out that late. It did, and in, and you were friends with me when Rock Band Two came out. Yeah, yeah, we played that a lot. We played that a lot. We I mean, that. people were we making fun that. of me because like we played that a lot. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we were all over at your house all the time playing that game. Right, right, exactly. That was like that was the only game I had played. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I could not get off that game. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, so basically, basically, I know I know exactly what happened after I played. 358 over 2, that's uh, pretty much when, for some reason, uh, one of my friends decided to give me 
his PlayStation 3 that can play backward compatible games. Hey, there you go. And once I got that, I was like, the first thing I did was, oh, let me play ReChain of Memories. And so that's why I got... That's why I got those release yeah, dates mixed up. I, I can I can see that. So yeah, but yes, it, this did come out. This came out like well after the PlayStation Two like lifespan was like done. This is like you know it's not the last PlayStation Two game that came out. No. Um, like I think that's just Dance, uh, something like probably twenty twenty. Yeah, those those games go on forever and ever. But so I fought Ansem after right. that because Ansem showed up to us and yeah. um beat him right really right, right. The, the the battle just ends before you can i think deplete his health bar but he basically unlocks a, a game mechanic for you which is the dark mode right which is super duper handy by the way it is are all uh, so things i do want to talk about with uh with riku one uh riku when uh you don't arrange his deck his deck is pre-made it's a good thing and a bad thing. I'll get into I'll get into my complaints soon. Oh, um, it's good because I don't have to mess with the deck. Right. But it's bad because I can't even rearrange the deck that you're given. Right. Yeah. You can't get you can't rearrange it. Uh. So. So yeah. That that's that's one big mechanic that Riku has. Riku has no access to spells. Uh. So. No, he does. Uh, he's got a. Uh, He's got like one spell. He's got like Dark Fearaga and stuff right. like well, that. Right. Well, I mean, he doesn't have spell cards. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay. He doesn't have, like, and the only two item cards he can ever get is potion, which I don't know why he needs potion uh, ever. Uh, and that's only if you're burning through slights without activating dark mode. But that's mode. for high potion. Potion. Oh yeah. Just I guess reloads. I. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense now that you think about yeah, it. Yeah, because he doesn't have a reload counter on his thing. He does not. No. I I think uh, the only advantage potion has is that it's instant and it doesn't shuffle. Uh, it doesn't like well like right. I mean, not not shuffle but you know that 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 loading uh, thing. But uh, yeah, he only can but he only has access to potion and, and high potion uh, because high potion is the one where when you're doing slates, uh, like you can bring that card. Right. When you're in dark mode, you can't use high potion. Uh, or potion. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed that my potion would go away when I was in dark mode. Right. Yeah. I do like that it reshuffles the deck for you at least when you enter dark mode. Yes. 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 Uh. Because uh, I've been uh, uh, many a times my deck is almost depleted and then dark mode will activate and then my deck will just come back. Right. And then probably the most frustrating thing about him is the fact that he does not have any cures and you can only way you can really heal. Is with the Mickey friend card. Uh, I I use Oogie Boogie. Right. I wanted to get into that because uh, I, I was going to get into that. Like I abuse, when, when we did the world selection. I abuse Oogie Boogie. I abuse Oogie Boogie too. Um, I abuse Oogie Boogie and I abuse uh, Captain Hook. Where did I do Halloween Town? Halloween Town was not the first town. No. I <laughs> no. Oh, it's in the second. It's in the second set. Actually, it was the first world I did of the second set. Yes. Not because I knew that, but because I was like, this was my least favorite, so I'm going to get it out of the way. <laughs> no, I, it was my first world of the second set because I need that Oogie Boogie. I need yeah. the heal. I, uh, I, so I, him and Jafar have been carrying me far. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Jafar is a excellent uh, card. Uh, but yeah, like, the only way for you to actually heal is with, uh, is with like, Mickey. Mickey. Yep. And, like, so you got to, like... And then here's the thing with, with Mickey... If you do a, if you start out with a slate, starting with Mickey, 
he doesn't heal you, you do that... Um, you do the Holy Burst or whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah, the, 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 the Holy Burst, so... Which is great, except uh, that's, sometimes that's not what you need. Right, it's sometimes not what you, what you need. Uh, I know you, you briefly were talking about the, the dark power, the darkness yeah. power. Uh, so, uh, the darkness power, I, I love that. It's great. That's like pretty much the only time you have slates. Yeah. Uh, because you have Dark Viaga, you have uh, Breaker... Um, one of them you've got uh, you've got six slights i think yeah yes. that that includes the ones with mickey i believe yeah yeah but um, um yeah, there, there's like the breaker the one day he jumps on the people's head with the the timing is like you have to get it right at that triangle i oh, like, i have failed that a few too many times yeah frustratingly enough. yeah yeah and then there's like the 999 which is dark aura which like just pretty much clears the room um like he just goes around yeah, oh. too bad. Uh, too bad. Not all my decks have three nines. Yeah, that's not a thing. Too bad. All your decks don't have three nines. Um, the, uh, nothing frustrates me more when I see my health is like blinking red, and I finally have like two or three Mickey cards, and I'm ready to slate it so I can get that health back to full. Only go into darkness mode. That's happened to me at least twice. Oh, that at least been, twice. Yeah, that's happened to me more. I was, than I was, twice. I was in, I was in a certain boss battle, and that happened, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Oh, I know. Oh God, it is. And I, I, I'll, I will get to that one. Um, yeah. But I like the darkness mode just because he also seems stronger in it. He is stronger. He teleports. So when the people they drop uh, your, your. What they like to call prizes, which is your experience, yeah. um, you can actually like teleport and easily grab them. Right. So where were we? We're, we're, we're post Holobastion now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ant Smith showed up. You unlock dark mode. Uh, then we have, uh, then we're introduced to two new organization members. Right. Um, uh, Zexion. Zexion, yeah. Who is the blue haired, uh, suave, pretty boy. Yep, yep. Who can smell things that's yeah. his thing apparently is he can pick up the scent of things right and then we have lexius i think lexius yeah he's, who is he, he is definitely the uh the tank of yes. the party yes yes 100 just he's, looking at him just right. looking at him yeah 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 looking at him no his his he's the tank he's like the like oh like you know he's the guy you want to put in front and have him uh you know take all the blows oh yeah because he can like take it and so those two and Vexen are having a little powwow, and they and Zexion has been like, "Hey, someone just came into the castle, basically." Right. Uh, now let's not forget. Okay, but he, he called it he called it the superior first, and I'm still not sure what the superior actually is. Uh, I mean, I don't um like he thought I, it was the superior, but then they, he he was just like. No, that's not the superior. Right. Oh, they, they've, um, they've made a few I references. If, I don't know if they ever like they've reveal, made a reveal it, it, but the superior is Sora. Oh, like, I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, I'm not ruining anything by saying that. I, I can tell you that right now. Um, but the, when they talk about the superior, because, uh, because like I believe at one point I can't remember here or maybe later they talk about how like the superiors with the Keyblade or something like that. I see. And and he's similar because. Riku's also Keyblade, right? Uh, user, but he's just the he's he's basically the Alpha to Sora's Omega or whatever. Right. So right, exactly. he's the darkness to Sora's light. Yeah. Um. So, um. Also, Riku can apparently smell darkness out. Right. I wanted to bring that up too. Apparently, darkness has a smell. 
And Riku can smell it. Well, I think he can smell it now after what Ansem did to right. him waking up yeah. the dark mode or whatever. He, like, he mentions. I, th- I think he mentions that. He mentions so, like, oh, I know what this stench is. That's darkness. I so had- uh, Mickey appears again, by yeah. the way, uh, astral projecting himself. Yeah. And uh, he's only, he apparently can, like I said, he can only send part of his power to the castle. He asks Riku to keep fighting and to look for the light in the deepest depths of darkness. That's right. So, um, trying to, I guess, I guess that's just a very broad thing that Mickey is requesting of Riku. Pretty much. Not necessarily to look for Sora, because they're already looking for Sora. Well, um, I mean, I looked at it this way, is... If you remember, both Riku and Mickey, they're in the dark side of the door. Right. And uh, um, I always felt like that Mickey, he found his way out of the darkness, but Riku hasn't. And Mickey's trying to guide Riku to get out. Yeah, because he even says that their hearts are connected since they shook hands in their hearts. Well, right. I guess on the uh, behind the door to darkness. Right, exactly, and um, and like it's just that Mickey was able to get out. It's just that for some reason Riku fell, and like and, and that's I guess also, it's because he had steeped his heart in darkness, so he right. was more susceptible to it than uh, Mickey was. Right, exactly. Yeah. So we go through the next world. So, yeah. S- straight shot. Like I, I did Monstro first because I was like I don't like this level, so right, I'm gonna yeah. go through it first. Yeah. Um. So after that. We have Lexius, Fexen, and Zexion uh-huh. uh, having a powwow. They identify that the scent is not the superior, but Riku instead. Right. Uh, they thought he was the superior due to the darkness scent, which didn't make sense, I guess. Yeah. That, that was kind of something I think that uh, Zexion alluded to. Uh-huh. Um, he was able to escape the realm of darkness due to his dark power. And he was brought to Castle Oblivion because his existence resonated with the superior, right. which is Sora, which, which is makes Sora. sense. Yeah. Um, he basically, basically his heart guided him to Sora. Yes. And that's how he got into uh, Castle Oblivion. So, and then, uh, you know, Vexus, Vexen, I guess, leaves off to go do something. Uh, Vexen leaves off to go do something with, uh, you know, Sora, because... Um, We're not quite there yet. Okay, okay. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, yeah, this, this is during Sora's story. Yeah, all, all of this, as all of this is happening, Sora's story is going on, because yeah. Lexius and Zexion are both just like, we don't like that we've been left out of Marluxia's Marlu- plan. Right. And uh, Vexen names Riku the Hero of Darkness. Right, right. So, working through the next floor, uh, we find out how fake Riku was made. Right, yes. And that was, uh, Vexen just fought Riku and basically goes, thanks for, de- thanks for the data, buddy. Now I can make a copy of you. Right. Um, but he did mention that, because that, uh, Riku asked him something about Ansem. And uh-huh. Vexen goes, well, it's Ansem, but not the one you're familiar with. And then he specifically said uh, something about a nobody. So, I guess Ansem's nobody, something about Ansem's nobody is trying to talk to uh, Riku. I don't know. Right. Um, I'm still a bit confused there. Right, right. I'm going to. When we get there, yeah, uh, we'll, so, we'll, we'll get there. So, uh, as of I, now, I can... to, to all that is relevant to me is that two Ansem exi- two Ansem's exist. Uh-huh. We know that the Organization 13 members are nobodies, right. which are 
I can't remember if it's even been explained what a nobody... I don't think it's been explained what a nobody is yet, so I don't know what a nobody is. We just know they don't have hearts. They Yeah, they're like the... So the heartless are people without hearts, and then nobodies are also people without hearts? Yeah. Um, so that's super confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. I mean... Uh, so, okay, so... so I mean, we, I mean we it's have, Kingdom Hearts. You have to... Right. You going so, in, this is going to be... Confusing. Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to make sense of it, but I'm still missing a, yeah. a little bit of context. So there are two Ansoms now that we are aware of. There right. is There is the Ansom that we destroyed in the first game when yes. we opened the door to Kingdom Hearts and the light consumed him. Right. And now, and now this, there's this Ansom, Ansom that is talking to Sora, trying to get him Riku. to... Riku, I'm sorry. sorry. Talking to Riku, trying to get him to just give in, give in to the darkness. Right. And that this is a different Ansem than the one from the first game. So that's that's, right. yes. that's where I'm at right, right. now, is that right. there is another Ansem. It is not the Ansem. So, anyways, moving on, um, Zexion expresses that he is unsure about Marluxia's plan with right. Sora. Uh Vexen also confirmed to hate Marluxia. For, yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. And that's, and, that's, I mean, and we know from Sora's story what yeah, and, happens that's, between the two. And he, at this point, he has started working on the Riku puppet because right. he's got the data from the fight. Right, right. Uh, so was after, this the was this the part where um we got to re-see the scene from Sora's story, or is that later? That's a little bit later. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, that was just my curiosity. Okay. Uh, that is... Yeah, that's a little bit later. Okay, okay. That's yeah, a few, we'll, that's we'll, a few we'll more floors up. So Riku runs into his doppelganger. And right. his doppelganger is just an immense dick to him off the bat. Oh, oh, yeah. You are a coward for not just, you know, giving yourself to the darkness. I have no fear. I'm you, but better. Okay, this is what I loved about his, uh, his doppelganger. Because you really expected, like... Especially like playing through Sora's story, you expected the doppelganger is like, no, I'm the real Riku, like you know. But he just said, I'm not a fake. But he knows, like, you're the real Riku. I'm just a better version of yeah. you. He's basically like, I'm you without the flaws. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought that was like a cool little detail. Like, and and so okay, so in my little notes here, yeah, this is where after you fight Riku, he runs back off to Vexen, and yeah. then. We see the cutscene from the first game, and then you see Riku step in where I previously right. said, hey, what's Riku doing here? Yeah. This is that Riku that right. has stepped in, and Vexen's just like, right, I've got right, grand right. plans for you, my boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vex- so, like, basically what the game does, uh, I mean, you can call it lazy, you can call it cool, you, uh, whatever you want to call it, but I, I, I kind of like it. Like, they re-show you that scene from Sora's story. But then they just extended it out. And then they out. give you more. And I they, thought, you know what? I watched it and I was just like, why are they replaying a cutscene? And then when Riku stepped in, I thought it was going to fade out again or something. Right. And then that's where we got the extended bit. And I was just like, okay, awesome. All right, I'm, I'm good with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, no, no, that's cool. I, I, I like that you guys did that. But, but the crazy part about that extended scene was, uh, you know, fake Riku is, you know, I'm the better version, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then Larxene steps in and is like... I want to... I might be getting a little bit ahead of myself on that. That's all right. But, uh, let's see. Nope, I am not. Okay. Um, Larxene is basically like, yeah, we'll have we'll have nominee mess with your memories, so, you yeah. know, you, you don't know you're the fake and everything. And the fake Riku actually, like, gets... He becomes afraid about it. He's just like, 
I don't want this. Right, like, right. And Vexen gets mad at him about that. He's just like, you're my puppet. I'll do, you'll do what I tell you. Right. And that kind of, I like that that showed a little bit of humanity with the fake Riku, even though he was not really Riku. Right. It still showed that he still had some humanity in him. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 did, I did like that. And then like, but yeah, I, so that's where we start getting the fake Riku thinking he is now the real Riku. Yeah. Basically, when you see a clone from any sort of media, you expect, that's what you expect. And I, I do like kind of like how they, how we got led there. And it was like, it was, uh, it was like from his resistance, but from like, the, he, abso- he absolutely fought it and they did it anyways. Right, right, exactly. Uh, and and so following that, Larkseen visits Naminé and um, just kind of has this conversation about, how does it go? She names Naminé as the Shadow of Kyrie. Yes. Because no matter what Naminé does to Sora's heart about his memories to change them to Naminé, it'll only strengthen his memories because Naminé is a Shadow of Kyrie. Right. I don't know what that means. I believe, like, I'm like 100% sure we're going to find out what that means in Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. So, yeah, because of the memories in her, because of the memories of her in Sora's memories, that'll make him remember Kyrie stronger because right. she's her shadow. Right. Wait. No, no, no. I won't make any assumptions just yet. Not until we finish Riku's side. Right. I'll make some calls at the end once yes, I yes, get the yes, full yes, thing. Yeah, he, yeah. So, continuing on, um, Lexius, I'm saying that right. Yeah, Lexius, Lexius, yeah, yeah. Confirms Vexen's death. So, we're up to that point in the story. Yes. yes. Where um, Axel did the deed and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. killed off uh, Vexen because he basically betrayed the organization. Right, right. Um, I like how Lexius and Zexion aren't allowed to kill Sora. Oh, yeah. That was kind of a, I was like, I thought all of these people were defying the organization, but at the same time, it doesn't seem like Zexion has any interest in well, any of this, but he's here for some reason. Okay, so he's here because the organization was tasked to get Sora. Marluxia was the one who was like, hey, I'm doing my own thing. I see. And he was breaking That's off right. because yeah. he was tr- Mar- uh, Marluxia, Marluxia was trying to... Uh, like you know, he was trying to take over the 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 organization. And he Using was Sora, get, yeah, right. Uh, while uh, Zexia and Alexius, they are loyal to number one of um, of the organization. So right, was um, Marluxia the number one? No, Marluxia was number six, I believe. So Vexen was number four, right? I don't I don't know numbers. I don't know numbers. I don't think no. So. I think I think he's lower. Okay. I I I, I mean uh uh. Anyway, I, I know anyways. who six is because six sounds because the six member he's not in this game. But oh, the six okay. member sound oh uh, his his number like sounds like six. His name sounds like six. Okay, <laughs> but the interesting thing to me is that I think it was Zexion that said that the superior is in dire need of the hero of light, which made me think, well, if Sora is the hero of light, or if the superior is supposed to be Sora, yeah, Sora is in the need of hero of light. Who is the hero of light? Wouldn't the Keyblade Master? I wrote. I wrote this down. This uh-huh. li- I paused the game and wrote this line down uh-huh. because I was like, "Is the superior actually?" Because that's the whole thing with yeah. Zexion sniffed the darkness and thought it was the right. superior, but it wasn't. So because it wouldn't oh, be Sora, you know it wouldn't you know be Sora. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking maybe the superior could be. Do you think it's that Ansem? 
It could be that Ansem. Now I'm thinking about like it. Like the other Ansem? Yeah, the, the other Ansem. The one that, uh, that's that been talking to Riku. Now that I'm I thinking, guess that would make more sense. Yeah, that would actually make more sense. But why is... The, yeah, because that would make sense to the superiors in dire need of the Hero of Light, which yeah. I assumed the Hero of Light was Sora. Yeah. yeah. So Ansem which, needs Sora. Well, Ansem is trying to get at Riku for his right. Keyblade abilities. Right. So maybe he's trying to get the light and the dark. It, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would. So, um, so they decide since they can't kill Sora, yeah, we're gonna go after Riku instead, right? So they're gonna obtain the Hero of Darkness for his, since he can use the darkness, right? Um, and then you know it pans back to Riku, and he's just like, oh, you know, after this floor, after this floor, which is floor four, I wonder if I'll be free of the darkness. Yeah. So, um, you know, working your way through the next floor, we have Lars Larsius Larxius. Lexius? Uh, Lexius. Yeah. And I was saying, I, I, was, I, was, trying, I was like mixing Larxine with Lexius. Yeah, I was trying to figure out which one, and I was like, Larxine <laughs> is not in the no, story. She, she's she's dead. <laughs> yes. She's very dead. She's very dead, yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, Lexius is waiting for Riku. That's right. Oh my god, man. His, his, ba- his boss battle uh-huh. was... I think the toughest thing that I have faced so far. Oh, wow. Because he does a lot of AoEs and very hard hits. Yes, yes, And yes, he has yes. this ability to make himself, like, immune to attacks for a little while. Right, yeah. I found out very, very fast <laughs> just a way to just cheese him. Oh, oh, and how, how's that? So you just you just duel with him. You, 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 yeah. You enable the, or you start a duel mechanic with yeah. him. And you just kind of get through that. He almost always uses a nine card when he breaks out of a duel or when a duel finishes. So I just would swap over to a nine and just chain the duels together. And I just got through them in like 30 seconds that way. Nice, nice. But uh, after after that battle, Larxius... Lexius. Lexius. Too many L's and X's. (laughs) I know, I know. But uh, Alexius like slams him into the ground and activates his dark mode. Uh-huh. When then Riku just kills him. Right. Yes. Just outright. But it wasn't Riku. Is the is the twist. Right. It was Ansem. I think had assumed his form for just a second. Right. Well, at that moment, uh, like Riku went into complete darkness mode. Yeah. Because you know. Ansem has had had control of his body before, right. and, and I think so, that's that's what happened because yeah. the following scene is Riku wakes up back in the darkness again, right? Right, and we have Ansem's voice, uh, uh, like talking to him, you know, or not even talking to him, but Mickey comes in and is just like, yeah. "Hey, don't don't let him win," and right. um, then you wake back up and you're back to normal, right? In Castle Oblivion, and it's just like Ansem is kind of slowly chipping away at Riku to get control of his body again. Right. Ansem's right now trying to t- get Riku's body. Like, he's, he's trying... Like, whatever piece of darkness that was still left in Riku from Ansem is, like, now trying to get out. Yeah. So then, um, going to the next scene, we have Axel, for the first time in Riku's story, appears right. to Zexion. Right. Right? And he, he starts naming off, you know, Larxene, Vexen, um... And I think he named off a third person. He's like, they're all dead. Who's going to be next, basically? Uh, he's like, Marluxia will probably be the next one to die for defying the Organization 13. But we already know that Axel uh, basically right. uh, finishes off like a, like a, a quarter of the Organization 13 members yep. in this game by yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we definitely know that. Um, so Riku then notices that a strong scent in the castle has died. And Zexion confirms that it was Marluxia. 
Right. And that, that was like the big explosion kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, because the explosion kind of rocks the cavern right. and then, or not the cavern, but the castle. The castle, yeah. And you pass into the next room and Zexion just goes, Marluxia has been felled by Sora. That's and you're right. like, uh-oh. Right. So and now, so, so now at this point, Riku's story is past Sora's story. Right. Because so, Sora's like now asleep. Yeah, Sora has gone into the top of the castle. Naminé yeah. has put him to sleep, basically, at this point. Right. And Zexion is like, can you face Sora, knowing that you have darkness in your heart, considering that he is sworn to fight any kind of darkness? And um, the world of darkness and Ansem's shadow nests within your heart. Right. And then Zexion gives him a Destiny Island card. That's right. That's right. Or maybe Sora hasn't been put to sleep yet, but, uh, you know, I can only guess. Uh, Marluxia uh, hasn't I mean, I mean, been felled. Uh, oh, I mean, maybe he hasn't been put to sleep, or uh, maybe not, but, but I'm I, saying, I, at this point, yeah. like, once like once that explosion, like, happens, like, the, the castle kind of rocks around, uh, at this point, like, now everything that's on Riku's story mm-hmm. is now past Sora's story. Yeah, so Sora's I, will, I, will, I will not run into Sora for these next three floors. Right, exactly. You're not going to And run. I won't run into Vexen, and I won't run into Larxene, and <laughs> right. I won't run into uh, Lexius, because they dead. Right, right. I, th- I think the only two organization members is just and, uh, Zexion and, Mar- and XL. And, uh, and Marluxia. So at this point, it is it is only Lexia, not Zexion. It's Zexion and, and Axel. You're right. So, and... So uh, a few things well, I would... Wait. At the end of Sora's story, Axel approaches fake Riku, though. He, he does. So I wonder if that's... Mm, I wonder if that's, that's going to come, come up. up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this right now. That is going to come up. Okay. Uh, but you so know, we're, ba- we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next week, though. Yeah, so basically, that's that's where I ended. And right. so far, it was like, yeah, you weren't joking. This was six hours of gameplay over the course of... I think, I think I did like two hours a day or something. Right. But it went a lot faster than I was expecting it to. I've all... I felt like... So... The best way I can like compare um, uh, reverse re- rebirth uh, is pretty much uh, after you finish uh, uh, Symphony of the Night, and and then you have a uh, Richter story. And, and it's so much faster. Yeah, so much faster. <laughs> and it's just because it's just you could just tell tell like the the developers were kind of like, oh hey, we want you to make this, but don't spend too much time. Right. And it was like okay. We just put all the same assets, and uh, I mean, but Riku does have like some different mechanics, which I was happy about. Uh, something we didn't actually talk about. We we, we kind of bri- briefly talked about it was because one other a- aspect Riku has is his duel, like, and that's like basically, yeah. basically when he matches with someone else's card or the enemy's card, they just play war, like you know the card game war. Uh, yeah, like you know you just gotta. Like just 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 match it all and everything, and then if you if you if you breathe cards, you get to uh, like you know you you do this like devastating attack. Yeah, there's like three or four of them that you can do depending right. on how many cards you have to break through. Yeah, it also depends if you're in uh, darkness mode or yeah. Not, or so like, early on, I tried to scroll through the deck and try yeah. to find the cards, but. By the time I got to like the fourth floor or something, and the dual mode would pop up, I would literally just just. I just, just I would just it. I would just tear through the deck until I until I uh got I, got through the uh I'm sure duel. there's some I'm sure there's some uh uh tactic there. I'm just saying just spam it. Alright. Floors I hate. I'm gonna tell you this floors I hate playing as Riku. Uh Traverse Town. Hate Traverse Town. You wanna know why I hate Traverse Town? Because 
uh, especially when you're doing, especially when you're doing the duel. In Traverse Town, your deck, you have a your th your three highest cards are at nine, eight, and seven. Mm -hmm. You only have that at the beginning of your deck. And if you go into a duel, and if you in um in a duel, the other character, the the enemies are just going to be throwing nine, eight, and seven. If you use a nine to break an eight, you lost a duel. Like, oh yeah, yep. Like, That's, that happened to me a few times. Right. Of I would, I'd break a card with you know a, a high card, and then yeah. they would throw out that card, and I wouldn't have another one of that card. And I right. would just be, I would just be well, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was the that was like the frustrating part about uh, Traverse Town. Every time I did a duel in Traverse, I avoided duels in Traverse Town because every time I did one, I like you have to like do it perfectly. You would you you just have to like. You have to make sure that you do like you match the nine with the nine, you match the eight with the eight, you match yeah. the seven with the seven, and those are the only cards that uh, they do in the duel. It, uh, that, it and you only have one of each of those cards. It was like frustrating. Yeah. So one thing I wasn't sure on, since this is my first time playing it, is I don't know if the deck itself is tied to the floor number or the world that you do. It's tied to the world that you do. Okay. Because I, I wasn't very, sure about that until like my second time playing it. I very much do not like Wonderland's deck. It is I hate full, Wonderland's deck. It too. is full of low cards. Okay, yeah. That was the other one I want to talk about is Wonderland's deck. Wonderland's deck, your highest card is a five. Yep. And you don't have any zeros. Nope. Just you have one, two, three, four, and five. Let me tell and, you, because when you fight Task or Taskmaster at the end of the uh, world uh -huh. for the boss battle, he's throwing eights. Yeah, and you can't yes, do much about it unless you, you slight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the freaking flowers and the trumpets—they have sixes. They do. And it's like, okay, now I'm just th I'm throwing away cards just so I can fight one of these guys. So you know what I did to kind of combat that is I had thankfully plenty of the red cards that enemies used weaker numbers. Right. So yeah, yeah. Or Sometimes I know not all the time I would use the heartless card that would inverse my number card numbers. Oh yeah, yeah. So that would help me out. Yeah. Yes. No. Uh, yeah. Like so. Uh, th those I, those I don't care about. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Those two worlds are like my least yep. favorite worlds because of those facts. Yeah. Like I mean, I just remember once I finished Wonderland and I'm like, oh hey, I can go to another world and I start to have zeros and nines again. I'm like, oh thank God. Oh. Uh, yes. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I very much I I love I love Wonderland as a world. Yeah, didn't like Riku's deck for it at the, all. Yeah, yeah, Riku's deck was awful. Uh, the the other thing that also frustrates me if you go into a duel and you get and and a Mickey card comes up and a Mickey is like a nine or eight or like if if a Mickey is your highest number, the character will throw that number for you. Uh, so you would so and then you just have to like push like uh, R. Uh, or L, one of those, uh, one of those are left or right um, to get to it because naturally, when you shuffle through the deck, you don't get to Mickey. Yep. So that was another frustrating thing. Is yeah. like whenever you have when Mickey's your highest number, you're like, oh god, I have to get to Mickey. Uh, and then, uh, and then like there's some there's some worlds where you have like too many cards, and so so when you're uh, when you run out of cards during the duel, like the time it it shuffles everything back into your deck. You already lost. You, you you ran out of time. That was uh, Olympus for me. Olympus, yeah. Olympus has a. I think I'm pretty sure it had a larger one. And when I was fighting Hades, yeah, I don't know what it is about Hades in this game. <laughs> He's just rough to fight for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
What I liked about Atlantica in this one is... You Atlantica. actually liked Atlantica. Here. I actually liked Atlantica. I know, surprisingly. Uh, there's a re the reason why. Atlantica, you get the uh, the Dark Ball uh, card. Yes. And, and uh, so Riku can get Dark Ball. Uh, Sora cannot. They actually um, changed Dark Ball from uh, the Game Boy Advance game. Because in the Game Boy Advance game, after you unlock Riku, you can actually link up the games. And you can actually ha do like a little car battle thing oh, that's between neat. your friends. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And uh, so, uh, so Dark Ball was one of those that uh, was specifically for that uh, mode. Uh, so they changed Dark Ball. And so Sora can't get Dark Ball at all. Uh, so if you're trying to 100% Sora's card collection, don't don't try to get Dark Ball's thing because he, he won't get that card. Uh, but yeah, so Dark Ball's like uh, specific to Riku. And uh, I, that's why I liked uh, Atlantica so much. I was like, oh, hey, are you, I, I just kept doing that. I would just keep doing the duels. Yeah. And it's, yeah, especially like when the the when you have to break three cards and you do the AOE, it, it makes it. The only thing that's frustrating is like, unfortunately, when you do that one, and that one, uh, everyone is uh, flying, they're uh, swimming, I should say. Uh, they're not on the ground. Yep. So uh, they, they don't get hurt. Yeah, they don't get hurt. So that that I used a lot of uh, endless darkness. Yeah. In that one. That's what I had to do too. Yeah. But uh, so far, uh, I like Riku's story a lot. It's uh, it's it's him coming to terms with uh, his fight against the darkness, which is yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, him basically trying to fend Ansem off as Ansem tries to assume control of him. Right. I remember when I first played the Game Boy Advance game, I didn't, I wasn't even aware about Riku's mode, and so like after I beat it, I was like, oh wow, we got a, <laughs> we got a, another thing, and then, and then I was like, oh wow, this took me five hours. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, the other thing, like when I first played it, was, uh, like, I, I remember, I remember when I first played it. The first world I did was Agrabah, just because Aladdin's always been like my, my favorite movie, and. And then I was kind of like, oh, there was no story, and I just thought it was weird. I was like, I was like, well, there was that part where he kidnaps uh, Jasmine and everything, and I was just, and I was thinking, I was like, okay, maybe because he wasn't that important. I was like, okay, let me do Monstro because he was a very important part, right? <laughs> Monstro, and like, there's still, yeah, the, the worlds outside of Hollow Bastion, like eleven through four, yeah exist to facilitate levels so you can yeah. fight the other organization 13 yeah, members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, the only two that you fight are uh, Lexius and Vexen. Right. Up until 3. So I assume that I'm going to have to fight Zexion at some point. You're going to be fighting Ze Zexion. Like, you know. Uh, and then no Marluxia. And, there, there's no uh, Marluxia. We'll uh, see about Axel. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you, you, you'll see about Axel. Like, you know, there's, there's still... Um, There's still three floors and seventy percent of story to go through. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so there, there's still a good amount of story. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, next week we will go in through the the rest of uh, uh, Riku's storyline, and you know, we'll see what uh, Scott thinks about it, and we'll see <laughs> we'll see if Scott is relieved when he see when he looks at uh, Castle Oblivion like I was. And, and uh, see it for the last time. See it for the last time. Oh, gosh. Yes. And, uh, um, yeah. And then we'll never have to hear that music of Castle, Castle Oblivion ever again. But it's so airy. It's it's unoffensive. It's just... I, I, I look at it as just I thought, I thought you liked this game. I like this game. I do like this game. I just... 
I like backgrounds. This, I is, like, your most, I like... this is your most played song in memory of Melody. <laughs> this is not my most played song in memory of Melody. <laughs> no, far from it. <laughs> All right. Until uh, next time, guys. See ya. Catch you later. Kingdom Hearts discussion of auditory is part of the Res TV network. Go to res.tv to find other great podcasts, including Turtle Recall.